Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Kyle Bailey with you. Five o'clockers, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, a lot more to get to. NFL Combine news to catch you up on. And we'll talk some college hoops as well. The net rankings in the crosshairs of some national media earlier today. We'll get to all that. And, of course, the ACC hoops action here in the region. But we got the Hornets tonight. They're back at it. They're going to run it back with the Milwaukee Bucks. Tip-off is coming up at 7 o'clock. I've got you for the pregame, 6 o'clock, right after this show. Uh, Travis T-Bone Hancock will join me for that. And, of course, at least once a week, we try to check in with Hornets head coach Steve Clifford. And he's back with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Coach, how you feeling this week? Feel good, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, good to have you, man. This has been a lot of fun coming out of the deadline, coming out of the All-Star break. Um, you, you've won five of seven. You and I talked, I think, pretty recently about how the locker room has changed. But, uh, you know, it also the last couple of games has seemed like the offense has been a little bit di- more difficult to come by. You, you did get a win in there in these last three, but the offensive numbers have kind of dipped. Is that as simple as, you know, needing some help to, to get back out there on the floor, shots not falling? What, what, what are we looking at here? Well, I mean, I think a little bit of it is we're not playing with the same pace that we were, um, you know, for this seven games. The first four games, we played with a lot more pace than we did the last three. Um, some of that is, uh, you know, getting the ball out of the net. You know, for instance, in Portland, we played a really good defensive game, but they did have 22 second chance points, you know, and that's a lot of possessions where it's harder to run. Um, you know, the other night, frankly, in Milwaukee, you know, we just lacked the, the, the energy that it would take against a team like them to play good offense. But we had a good session here today. Um, you know, we're in the middle of 14 and 18. So it's a little bit of a catch 22 in that, uh, you know, we, we don't have a lot of practice time right now. So it's critical that we have good shoot arounds and walkthroughs. And I thought this morning was really good. Well, I mean, we've watched you play a couple of games. You've played really solid defensive basketball the last couple of, of games as well. Is that all about buy-in? I mean, are you asking these this group of guys, this iteration of guys, to do maybe some different things than you were before the trade deadline? Why has this team been so efficient defensively? Well, I'd say it's a number of things. We're actually not doing we're not doing anything any different. Um, I would say this is first of all the Grant Williams piece where he's so verbal. Uh, and such a good organizer defensively that he's helped a lot that way. I think the second piece, and you see it more and more, is that Cody Martin's getting healthy, and he has been just, uh, you know, elite defensively. You know, he's guarded ones, he's guarded twos, he's guarded threes. And when you have somebody like that who has the ability to at least make it hard on a primary score in this league. It makes everything else a lot easier. And then the other part is, though, is that just the other guys, you know, we brought in older guys, and they're, you know, they're experienced. Um, they're used to doing things like with schemes and everything. But as much as anything, we've guarded the ball better, and we've helped better. So, um you know, our defense, I think, in these seven games, we've been we're third or fourth. Um, and we were in the top ten offensively until the last two games. But I think that we have the potential to to be good, you know, at both ends of the floor. Um, and tonight, obviously, is a great test because they're, you know, they're a terrific team. And they have a confidence level right now where they know, 
uh, how good they can be, and you can see them growing as you watch them on tape. Steve Clifford, Hornets head coach. He's with us here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I'm glad you brought up Grant because I did want to ask you about that. After the Golden State game, there was that dust up there at the end. Draymond Green had some words about Grant and kind of seemed like he was warning him from, I don't know, following in Draymond's footsteps or, you know, there was an implication there that Grant wasn't really a tough guy type. I know the NBA is different today than it was 15, 20 years ago, certainly when I was growing up in terms of, you know, the physicality and those enforcers and things like that. But, um, I'm trying to think of the right way to ask this. Is that kind of what comes with Grant? Do you expect that sort of thing from Grant? What did you make of what Draymond had to say? I didn't. I didn't see what okay. Draymond said. Okay. Um, but Grant does bring, you know, a level of physicality to the game for sure. I mean, he hits first. Uh, he's very strong, but he also, you know, he knows how to use his strength. Obviously. There's, there's possessions where he's given up a lot of size. Um, but, uh, you know, again, he, he's experienced. He's played in big games, and he knows how to use that. And he's not going to back down. Um, so I think that's a, it's a good thing. Um, you know, I think in that game, you know, I, I don't – what happened at the end of that game I don't think was a big deal at all. Um, it happens in these games, as you know. It happens a lot less frequently than it used to a few years ago. But um, but anyway, I, I I don't see him having, you know, problems with officials or anything like that. I just think – but he, he does bring a lot to our team in that way. Steve, how much growth have we seen from Nick Richards this year, especially now that he's been in this role without Mark Williams that I don't think any anybody over there hoped for or anticipated? Well, I think that it's been great for him because just the experience of playing all these minutes you know, playing against starters um, has been, you know, good for him. You know, going into last year, he had played very little last year. Uh, you know, he he got, you know, solid minutes as a backup. But this has been, you know, really, I think, good for him. And, and I think he's done well. Uh, and I think he's grown a lot. How do you help a guy like Brandon Miller? And, and I'm not suggesting that it's happening right now necessarily, but you know, people talk about the rookie wall. Rookies have never played this many games in the NBA. He's logged a lot of minutes. Is there any discussion about uh, you know being preventative about that? Have you talked to him about that? What does that look like in your eyes when we talk about a rookie wall, or is that just a made up thing? Oh, I think it's a very real thing. Um, but I, you know, I actually think he's handling it well. Uh, I am trying to. We are trying to play him a little less um, because we can now, which will be good for him. Look, he, as you know, early in the year when we had all of those injuries, I mean, he had nights he was playing 38 minutes, mm-hmm. which is a lot. Plus, <clears throat> the other part for him, Kyle, as you know, is he's not just playing minutes, but we're going to him. We're playing through him a lot. And he's had nights where he's also guarding the other team's best player. So his workload has also been significant, but you know, listen, he likes to play. He likes to compete. Uh, he never says anything. And he was very lively out here this morning. So I look for him to have a big game tonight. All right, a couple quick things we'll let you go. And uh, I, I know you probably can't tell me when LaMelo's coming back, even though it's the question I get asked a ton on the text line and we talk about on the you know the airwaves daily here. But in terms of when he returns and folding back in and have there been any, any discussions about that? You know, what does that look like at this stage in the season, given where you are? I mean, how do you to bring, if it happens soon? Let's say, uh, what's the plan to bring Lamelo back in? Is it anything specific? Well, I, I would say that 
<laughs> the advantage of him coming back is simply this is, you know, last year was a total summer of rehab for him, which is a lot different than a summer of player development, of skill development. And what I'm hopeful of is regardless of whether he's able to come back or play to not that, that he's in a place physically and mentally, you know, where the summer can be about, you know, getting your game together and getting your rhythm back um, because that's so important for him. You know, if you remember early in the year, you know, he's so talented and he's worked so hard over the years to develop, you know, this skill level that, you know, he wasn't himself for maybe the first, I don't know, four or five games. Then he played better. His last nine or ten games, I believe I'm close on this, I think he was fifth in scoring in the NBA, fourth in assists in the NBA, mm-hmm. first in crunch time scoring, and first in crunch time assists. And we won a number of close games there where, again, we were not full strength, where he was just phenomenal. Plus, his defense had been a lot better uh, than it had been in the time since I've been here. So he was on his way. I mean, if you played, you know, say 75 games at the level he played those, whatever it was, nine or 10, you're talking about, you know, first, second, third team all NBA probably. Um, So I do think that if it does work out that he can play, I think that to me is the advantage. If he can go into the summer where he feels good about where he's at, and he can just concentrate on his skills and his body, it's a big advantage versus going into the summer where he's still worrying about just trying to get healthy. Last thing, uh, you saw Milwaukee the other night. Clearly that one got out of hand early. Um, you'll see him again tonight. Just from, you know, for, from your perspective, how's Milwaukee changed since Doc took over? Uh, well, it looks to me like that they're they're um, going back a little bit more to like the Lopez pick and roll coverages that they used with Bud, where he's dropping a little bit more. Um, I would say that, and, and and again, Carlos, you know, we had played just two days before, so it's not like I watched ten of their games, sure. right? But I would say the other part right now is without Chris Middleton, is they're really playing a lot through Damian Lillard early in games, and he's delivering just like he did against us. I mean, he was great early, um, the two games that I watched before that, and he's just a handful. I mean, his pick-and-roll game is, you know, people people view him as a shooter, which he's great with unbelievable range, but it's the driveaways, it's the dribble around, it's his ability to make plays when he's deep. I mean, he's just such a great, great player. Steve, we appreciate it. Good luck tonight. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, thank you.